Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And it's October. <laughs> it's, it is. We're like, prime. we're in October. We're like literal days away from Halloween. Like I am feeling it in the air and uh, it's nice. Peak spoopy season. Peak. Ugh, fall cool weather it's been like 60s it's been so nice and i've been wearing sweatshirts and we went on a little trip and saw some pretty fall leaves and i'm just i'm in the fall mood it's fall y'all happy fall y'all the new live laugh love fall y'all yeah i mean we can only have so many joys right now and fall is Mm -hmm. one of my joys yeah if liking fall makes me basic i'm okay with that like i can be basic for fall oh yeah also, someone really blew my mind the other day because they said, why is fall the only um, season that we have two words for? Yeah, fall and autumn. But yeah. everything else is just, yeah, I don't know. Like, why? I'm assuming it was, was it autumn first? I'm assuming. I have no idea. That's I have how, no idea. I have to look into that because I wonder, like, I wonder why there are two words. Like, why somebody decided there needed to be another word or, like, who knows? Right? Like, the only other thing I could kind of think of was, like, spring had the other word, which is, like, vernal, but that's a horrible word. Yeah, yeah. The um, vernal equinox. Vernal. Vernal Dursley. Vernal. <laughs> <laughs> Hallie Porter. <laughs> I love it. Yes. <sighs> All right. So what have you been watching this week? I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> oh, no, not not this. So we earlier when we were setting up, we were talking about how like we feel like we haven't really watched anything. And I really haven't watched a ton. Um, I started watching because I, I wanted a little something like spooky, but not serious, kind of like slashery. I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I started watching um, the MTV series Scream. Um, oh it's so good it's I mean it's so bad but that makes it so good like it's I mean it's like a classic slasher film but like in a tv series form so I'm only like into the first season so I haven't watched a ton of it yet but that's been like fun seasonal you know good stuff good good trash to watch around this time of year um but yeah other than that I've been watching a lot of news which is not not fun to talk about but it is trash Um, it truly is trash <laughs> trash fire um, and just so much of it to keep track of like today apparently we all found out about that the u.s tried to do a coup in bolivia again but we fucked it up which is like good i'm glad we didn't fuck that up for bolivia but like yeah how are we still doing this stuff yeah it's it's crazy and then i'm having a hard time like keeping all of the stories straight like uh, like I was having a hard time keeping all the details about the like Rudy, Giuli- Rudy Giuliani, Hunter Biden thing. Like I kept getting that confused with like other things that was going on because there's like so much similar stuff and it's just like all confusing. And yeah, so that's most of my brain power has gone to like mm-hmm. make trying to make sense of that. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. So that's, that's hell yeah. Me. Yeah, I go through phases on my switch so like i haven't played any for about a week and a half now mm-hmm. but then before that it was like nothing but animal crossing and dauntless for like three straight weeks <laughs> yeah yeah i went through well back uh, in the early days of quarantine when animal crossing first came out i was really into it and then i think like a lot of other people 
I got out of it over the summer. I don't know how and why, but it just happened. And then I went ahead and recreated my island because Hell yeah. when I started my first island, like I had never played Animal Crossing before ever. I didn't even know what I was doing. I just went in and kind of was like, I'll just have fun. And so now that I kind of have a little feel for it, I wanted to start over. So, And it's been so fun starting over, and it's been so good. So, Starting that, over with those pumpkins. Oh, the pumpkins. I have so many pumpkins. It's amazing. They're so good. I hope I we know. get to keep the pumpkin plants year-round. Yeah, me too. I have I'd so many. I'd be bummed if we didn't get pumpkins. I'd be time. sad. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been watching? So I, too, have not been watching a whole lot. We have been watching pretty much a horror movie every night, and some of those definitely qualify as trash. Yeah, we've been we watching did... a lot of those, too. A lot of horror movies. We rewatched Piranha 3D nice. <laughs> the other day, because that's one of my top-quality trash horror movies that just, like... It's not even, like, so bad that it's good. It's just, like, a really fast-paced, like, lots of action, terrible movie. Right. <laughs> but it's it's good. And it has um, Adam Scott in it, which is always funny. And he plays I, a biologist. <laughs> I love Adam Scott so much. He's, like, one of my favorite people in the world. I love him. It was when he was, like, a little tiny baby. I think it was even <sighs> pre-Parks and Rank. Okay. I, now I'm going to watch it literally just for that because I'm obsessed with Adam Scott it it's it's fun it's so much fun it's mm-hmm. ridiculous there's there's this one scene this is not going to spoil anything for you there that's it's okay. about piranhas yeah but this girl is going like hang gliding and her legs dangle in the water and then they get eaten by piranhas and then there's just half a girl still holding on to the hang glider nice <laughs> it's ridiculous that's awesome um other than that we finished bly manor this week which okay. was really good and mm-hmm. very heartbreaking and it made me have too many feelings I have thought about starting that, but I am just not emotionally stable enough right now, I think, to watch something that's, like, really emotionally draining. So I think I might have to put that one off for a little bit later, but I'll watch it eventually. It's good if you need an emotional breakdown. (laughs) I don't need them. I have them basically every day, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, during quarantine, you just kind of, sometimes you have so many emotional breakdowns that then you just stop being able to have feelings again. That's true. (laughs) That's true. I'm sure I'll get to that point, you know, in a couple yeah. months here. I'll get there again. You'll watch Bly Manor for Christmas. There, yeah, Merry exactly. Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. The world is sad. I mean, yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I've really just kind of been watching the odd paranormal caught on camera because they're just so much fun and mm-hmm. goofy. And I love, I just love watching ghost videos. Like, Yes. Mm, just let me see those cabinets move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like watching looking up like youtube clips of like the most convincing ghost footage it's like oh yeah that shit yes i get it for sure mm-hmm. that's all i want i just want a little light spoop yeah especially in october and here and it's like nice and chilly and you've got your pumpkins everywhere and it's like oh i want to be a little spooked Mm-hmm. perfect i love it i love it all right do we want to get the show on a road on on the road Yes, let's get it on the road. So we've decided that we wanted to delve a little bit deeper into the Duggar family uh, Mm -hmm. because we did a Duggar episode uh, to correspond with their most recent season starting back in, I think, the beginning of July, I believe, was that episode. Um, Mm -hmm. And we had a lot of fun doing it. And I think as we talked about on that show, I am very familiar with the Duggars. I followed them since they've been on TV and they're like my favorite kind of... um, 
family or like I don't know reality TV your favorite love to hate them exactly <laughs> like I love it I love like I hate the Duggars but I love anything about the Duggars and uh-huh. you are like familiar with them like conceptually I think but haven't really yeah. like watched a lot of their content and things like that Mm-mm. nope I mean uh, now I've watched those few episodes that we did for that mm-hmm. uh, episode. And then I've watched the whole first season of 19 Kids and Counting because you dropped off the DVDs right. to my house. Right, yes. <laughs> Which one day I'll get back, back to you. No, I know you're no. missing your babies. No rush at all. You, you enjoy them as long as you need them. <laughs> the other day I was going through my little basket that they sit in and I was like, oh, Duggars. Duggars. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I don't... They, they just give me a whole lot of complicated feelings, but oh, I, yeah. think, I think I do love to hate them. Oh, yeah. They're <laughs> uh, they're just so easy to hate, too. Like, um, yeah. well, I'll tell you, they have um, one of the one of the what they call the lost boys, a.k.a. the the forgotten half of the boys at the the younger boys um, mm-hmm. that nobody knows their names because they don't matter yet because they're not married. Um yeah. They one of them cut uh, in their lawn like a Trump 2020 sign, and then they all like shared it on Instagram. So if that gives you any indication, yeah, um, God. they could be their own super spreader event. Oh yeah, I think just if one of them got sick and got everybody else sick in the family, it'd be like, oh shit, that's exactly sixty people. <laughs> I remember back when like people were kind of taking things a little bit seriously, and they were like. Um, mandates on like how many people could gather together and at one point it was like no gatherings larger of than 10 people and people are like well what the fuck are the Duggars doing at their house <laughs> like what are they supposed to do um, but Each anyway it gets 10 yeah exactly and then we, they have to live in a different house um, <laughs> so we decided we're gonna go kind of not all the way back because we wanted to make it accessible because the if you don't know the first half of their shows the 19 kids and countings those are not streaming anywhere. They're really hard to find. They're basically all off the air because of all the Josh Duggar scandal stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And so you could basically only watch them through DVDs and stuff like that. So we decided we're going to go back to the second iteration of their show, which is Counting On. But we're going to start at season one and we're going to kind of mm-hmm. go through and let's we're going to watch the Duggars kind of unfold. Yeah. Yeah. And. Honestly, I think this season so far has been the best season that I have watched because there's very little Michelle and no Jim Bob. Yes. So I talked a little bit about this in the last episode, but I'll touch on it a little bit just for some context. Um, So uh, the Josh Duggar scandals broke out and the original show was canceled. Um, and but eventually, of course, they're wanting to get back on the air and they decide that it's OK to show the Duggars as long as it, they're not showing Josh Duggar, the sexual abuser, the disgusting sex pest. Jog- yeah, Josh sex pests, as they call them on all the Duggars <laughs> forms and stuff. So the new Duggar shows will not show Josh or the Duggar parents because, I mean, they're the they ones kind that- of. Yeah, it's their fault. Like, let's be real. I mean, it's his fault, too. But, like, they're all to blame. Um, But so the new show was to be focused actually originally just on Jill and Jessa, kind of, because those were the only two married kids at that point. Uh, Mm -hmm. And as the show went on, it slowly kind of started including storylines from all the adult kids as they kind of became adults, a.k.a. got married, because that's what 
the only thing they do when they become adults, except for Jana. Anyway. Yeah. Um, hell yeah, Jana. Hell yeah, Jana. Stay strong, my lesbian icon. <laughs> but yeah, this season, so there was no Jim, and, Jim, Bob, and Michelle in the earlier seasons. They are in the later seasons, kind of. I feel like, and it'll be interesting to watch it from the beginning on because it's like they kind of slowly start making appearances and I feel like now mm-hmm. they're on kind of a lot on the show, like interviewed, not necessarily mm-hmm. like their storylines, but they're always like talking about their kids' lives and stuff like that. Um, yeah. From the most recent season, I remember seeing a lot more of them than yeah. in, in this one where you really only saw it with Jess's labor and delivery. Right. Right. Where Which Michelle I mean, one little blip, but yeah, I guess she's allowed to be there. Um, maybe, maybe this should have like a doctor. Yeah, we'll get into that, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, so let's just go ahead and get started and let's get into the first episode. So the first episode was called A New Chapter and this episode kind of started out with like clips of them talking about just how awful the past year has been since everything's come to life and Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. I cannot imagine talking about your brother who molested you as a child on camera no. Um, yeah, it was this it was this episode I feel like is so hard to watch because there's just so much raw emotion and it's hard to watch these girls like really struggle with it and they clearly have not been given, you know, the opportunity to deal with it and mm-hmm. you know, they they I I'm sure they have not gotten the proper therapy that they've needed at least oh, at yeah. this point. Um Jill has now since come said that she's been in therapy for a while, so that's great. Uh, but Jill definitely needed some therapy yes. based on how much just even the mention would make her break down on yeah, camera. It was so it was so sad to watch. And it was really heartbreaking to watch them talk about how how upsetting it was to them because the first scandal that broke was the sex abuse scandal, which was that Josh Duggar, when he was about fifteen, sexually assaulted four of his sisters and an, an unnamed girl as well, a minor. Um and so that was something that they kind of already had dealt with. And then that was leaked. Um, and I, I felt so bad. Like, I can't imagine having something so horrible, like, be known to the whole world now. Like, yeah. something that was so horrible that you have tried to move on from just be, like, unleashed to the world again. I cannot imagine how hard that was. Yeah, no. I mean, it definitely sucked. But also, in the silver lining of the cloud, maybe the general public's outpouring of outrage at josh and support for them was like oh hey maybe i did get traumatized by this and i need to go to therapy and i need to like deal with my stuff instead of it just being a josh problem yeah definitely um and i i'd be kind of interested to see like the kind of stuff because i'm sure that jim bob and michelle kind of downplayed how big of a Mm -hmm. deal what josh did to them was just to kind of i don't know make it not I don't know but I'm sure that they didn't realize how big of a deal it was really like just in the grand scheme of things until it really was released and everyone was reacting to it yeah I also think it was interesting to watch this because I feel like the shift in when they start talking about the second scandal when Josh was found to have a porn addiction and had was unfaithful to his wife. Like they are so much more upset with Josh at that one, whereas mm-hmm. all of the anger for the first one goes to the to the the fact that it was leaked. And I understand that because I understand that like they probably have dealt with their anger from Josh at least a little bit. But it was just it it's disturbing to me how much more upset they seemed about 
the porn and unfaithfulness than the sexual yeah. abuse. Yeah, which I mean, I do kind of get because like their lives center so much around marriage and yeah. faithfulness and fidelity and whatever. And like, I think probably it just being like a second hit to the trust that they had rebuilt mm-hmm. with him, which I know they touched on a little bit. But yeah, like, they did. The fact that they're like, here's a second chance. And he's like, ah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that's definitely true. And I that was one, I think, the, one of the most heartbreaking parts of this episode. And I'm pretty sure it was Jill talking about how she felt so betrayed because she went, they had um, a huge interview with Megan Kelly when, mm-hmm. when this happened. And that was like the, the first time that they had spoken out about it. And Jill had talked about how she had really stuck up for her brother and talked about how he had moved on and they'd forgiven him. And how betrayed she felt when she found out that he's been uh, trash this whole time. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I felt so bad. Like, yeah, like as Josh was like, yeah, go out there, defend me. But also I'm like the biggest hypocrite from you. (laughs) Yeah. I felt it's just I can't imagine. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I know. I would feel gross about that if it were just someone I knew or even like. Nope. <laughs> I would yeah. feel gross about that, even if it was just someone that I knew and like just for it to be your brother and like, isn't he the oldest brother? He's the oldest. Yeah. So like he was the one that everyone looked up to mm-hmm. and that all the, the dudes in the family were looking to because. Right. Fucking Jim Bob. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> they needed somebody to look up to and goddamn, they're fucked. If there are only two like people to look up to were Jim Bob and Josh Duggar. Oh, Bye. Gross. I know. Huge bye. I think they definitely could, um, like, center the response of when um, the old documents were leaked, too. That uh, they said, like, people go digging up old bones, and it's just like it, it felt more like an invasion of privacy mm-hmm. versus Josh betraying right. his family values. Because, yeah, because that was something, I guess, that they had already kind of addressed and that they were already aware of, at least. So it wasn't like a surprise. The surprise of that one was the fact that it was leaked, that it was, you know. God. Um, um, but I, I think it's interesting. And I want to, like, just make it clear that even though Josh Duggar is not in the show, he is still very much an active part of their family. He's still at all of their family functions. He lives in... Um, him and his family, his what him and his wife have, I think, six or seven kids now, and they live in like a like a building in the back of their property, and so like the this I just think it's so fucked up that these girls are still forced to being around their abuser, and I think that mm-hmm. that is one thing um, that Jill, who has really pushed herself away from her family and her husband, especially, I think her husband has realize that like that is fucked up you can't be you should not be around your abuser and so they've distanced themselves like it's just i just want to make it clear that like even though josh is not in the show he's still there like he's still yeah in their lives which is wild yes i don't even know how anna could have more kids with him honestly like even if you were a child like what was he like 13 or something he was 15 15 yeah like that's still young but mm. no he was 15 and one of the victims his sister was five so i want to make it clear it wasn't just like i mean it would be fucked up regardless but it wasn't like 
him and like a 13 year old, like somebody around the same age. No, he was touching literal like baby, like children. And he yeah. has three daughters now, three young uh, daughters. And I don't it, know how I would ever like, I guess I'm glad that Anna is down with the stay at home mom life because I would not let him around those kids alone. I it's I don't I don't I it's it's terrifying to think about like I try not to think about it because but like ugh, it's it's terrifying to think about just what's wrong with people man like yeah. <laughs> I know this will like sound vaguely QAnon-y but like it's that so many people end up being fucking pedophiles and I don't understand I, I don't get it either it's it's disgusting I just I it's like unfathomable to me. I don't, I cannot wrap my brain around it. No. I don't know. I guess it's the same kind of thing that we can't like empathize with rapists and shit. It's just one of those things that if you understand it, you understand yeah. it. And if you don't, you never will. Thank, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that, thankfully. Yeah, um, I am yeah. very okay with not understanding. I thought, okay, Ugh. so kind of moving on, but kind of not. Yes. I think it was interesting. Um, so... I, I, I'm interested to like see how whoever like produced it and edited this episode, like how they really worked on the pacing of it. Cause they basically had these interviews of these really depressing, like horrifying child childhood traumas. And then like interspersed throughout the episode, they'd have like, Oh, we're having a baby. And it's just, <laughs> it's like, like really happy moment. Let's do let's do a side one real quick. Okay, we need a happy moment. Let's do yeah. baby stuff. We got stuff. a palate cleanse. Do baby yes. stuff. We're going to go shopping for baby clothes. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of um, – it was like, yeah, they couldn't – I guess they decided that they couldn't just come in with a complete depressing episode to start. They had to, they had to make it a little bit like, oh, things are awful, but they're going to get better because I'm pregnant. <laughs> and Jessa and Jill are doing fine because they're pregnant and married. Yeah, exactly. Not and that's that they're dealing with the betrayal of their – brother if you are married and if you have a baby you've made it that's all you need to do you're fine you're in that season of life exactly that season of life oh my god you just gotta walk through it you do i swear to god if fucking anna said we're walking through this or i'm walking through this one more goddamn time i was about to throw my tv yeah it's it's scary to me how so i feel like anna is exactly like michelle duggar like they're the same in every way they speak mm-hmm. this in the same way like their voices are the same pretty much they have the baby annoying voice like the calming soothing like i want to kill myself voice yeah the like it's okay god will deal with it the, yeah um anna has like some of the craziest eyes i've ever seen she's just well, like begging for help which i don't yeah. blame her Right, like if I married and had babies with a fucking pedophile, I too would have crazy eyes. Yeah, I mean, but for then sure. I would probably snap and murder someone. Yes, so that's what she should have done. So one of the other plot lines of this episode and of this season is um, about Jill, who, with her husband, is going to Central America uh, to do missionary they work. They never tell us what country. Okay, yeah, they don't. It's El Salvador, in case you're wondering. Okay. And they always just call it Central America, and I don't understand why. Yeah, like, you can say the whole country, and people wouldn't be able to, like, find them and attack them or something. Like, yeah, El like Salvador is a big place. <laughs> yeah, it's not, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's so weird to me. But yeah, they're all just like, they're going to Central America. It's real dangerous down there. We got to pray for them. You're like, Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. Which is um, also what they're like, but <laughs> for yeah. different reasons. Um, I don't know. It was wild. The fact, I was just sitting there and watching this first episode and really thinking about the fact that I don't think I could like sell my stuff and leave my life and just go to another country. Like they just do it. They just go to say stuff about Jesus to people who most of them already know about Jesus. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not like they don't know about Jesus and El Salvador. Yeah. El Salvador definitely had some colonizers there. Yeah. Still do. <laughs> but um, like, are they getting paid to be missionaries? Everything paid for? Like, how are they doing this? I don't really know. I don't, I, I have no idea how any of that kind of works, but it did sound like they were talking about how they were in some type of program like where they learned like language and stuff. So I'm wondering if it's like some type of program they're enrolled in, but I don't know if they get paid for it or if like they're, maybe it's like their housing is provided for them or something. I think in one of the episodes, they said that the house that they were living in was provided to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the one with like the Wi-Fi, so that they could right. learn Spanish. But that makes more sense. That's like an immersion language program. So right. Like, exactly. Something like upfront for that. So yeah, I don't yeah. really know any about anything about like the circumstances of. I was just thinking about that. I was like, man, imagine just like quitting your job, quitting your life, going to go talk about Jesus somewhere, and not worrying about the fact that like you have a child and mouths to feed and. It's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know for Jill and the other Duggars, I really like genuinely think they just don't know how the real world works because mm-hmm. almost none of them have jobs. And if they do have jobs, it's them working for their dad, um, mm-hmm. like at one of the car lots or something. Um, so I, I, I think that in a lot of cases, that's just not something that they even consider. It's not like a problem that's for them. wild. Like, I don't just know. Just the level of privilege. Right. Like, exactly. I'm a privileged person and this is beyond me. Right. So, so Derek, Jill's husband, um, he went to college, like he's educated at least a little bit. And I know he, when him and Jill started dating, I think he was doing mission work in Nepal and they met in Nepal. Like they, he, oh. she went to Nepal to meet him. And, um, so I don't know, I, I don't know exactly like if like that's a, a line of work that he's in I, I don't I don't know uh don't but know. yeah it's like no way I would not I would not do like I oof. I mean apart it was from enough... the fact that missions work is super cringe and oh fuck very yeah much modern day colonization yep like also that's I don't know why yeah they yeah so they have like a six-month-old son and they're just like moving him away and yeah like no no there's no reason know. I'm glad that they're seeing more of the world, but they're just going to see more of the Jesus-y world. They're not going to... Yeah, exactly. Though they have... Hasn't... Didn't Jill come out recently and say something that, like, they're, like, not hanging out with the rest of the Duggars anymore? Um, So, yeah, they've distanced themselves a lot from the Duggars, and I think, um, well, Jill has a nose ring now, and she, like, wears pants, and she enrolled her oldest son, Israel, who was the baby in this episode. He's in uh, public kindergarten. Hell um, yeah, he's in real person school. Yeah, so like she has, and she's come out and said that like she's on birth control. Um, so yeah, she's definitely <coughs> been so far the only one of the Duggar children to really put up any sort of like, other than Ginger wearing pants. Oh my gosh. God um, forbid someone wears pants. Yeah, like all the other kids are, you know, still, still in it. Exactly. Uh, but th- yeah, so it is interesting, and I wonder if 
any of the missionary work that they did had any impact on that. Um, I would say it's probably more to do with the fact that I think Derek, of all of the Duggars spouses, is the one that is the most outside of the Duggar realm. So I mm-hmm. think that he, he may be when, very Jesus-y, but he also has seen the world and understands oh, yeah. like what I real mean, struggle he, is. Exactly. I mean, he's still like he has is has said like transphobic and horrible things about Jazz Jennings being on TLC and stuff like that. So like he's Get still like yourself. not a good person, but like at least he's not a like like the Duggars. At least he's better than them. Yeah, um, he's not scraping rock bottom with them. He's he's just in the shit pile. Right. Yeah, so this first episode was really just about, like, catching up with them and how they felt about everything and then talking about Jessa having a baby and Jill moving to Central America. Central America. (laughs) Because it's almost America. Right. And so kind of going into the second episode, this one um, had – this one was called Baby Shower and a New Home, and it kind of just expanded on the first episode. But the interesting part of this episode was that Anna – was interviewed in this one. She wasn't interviewed in the mm-hmm. first one. Um, so I wanted to point out a quote. One of the first quotes she said when she was talking about it was, I knew about Joshua's teenage wrong choices. And it's like, <laughs> wrong choices, honey? Really? I know. It made me lose a whole lot of, like, the sympathy that I had for her. Because, like, yeah, there again, it's one thing if you're, like, eight and six and show me mine I'll show you yours kind of transgressions but like when you're a 15 year old abusing a five-year-old like you know yeah that's that's not like there's something deeply wrong with that it's not just like a oh I called my mom a mean name in anger like that's a wrong choice that's not like me sexually touching my five-year-old sister that's yeah yeah that's so that just minimizes it so much and it's disgusting it's um, so gross. Yeah. So one of the interesting things I wanted to point out was that their fourth daughter, Mer- or their fourth kid, Meredith, was actually born right between sc- when the scandals like came out. So like right after the first one, which was the leaking about the sex scandal, right when that was dying down, uh, Meredith was born. And then like a couple of weeks later, the second thing happened. And I'm like, oh, my God. Imagine being bo- like being that child and being born like right in the middle of like your family completely falling apart. I'm just glad that her name wasn't Ashley or Madison. I know everyone was saying, Oh my God, this I remember. Cause I was like really like into reading some of the Duggar snark forums and stuff when that happened. Cause it was like, Holy shit. And I remember everyone being like, I'm praying that they name, cause we knew it was a girl. I'm praying that they mm-hmm. name her Madison, but right. obviously not. God, that would have been so sweet. But unfortunately, they have a habit of choosing terrible names. Yeah. Not that Meredith is particularly bad, but... No. They have all M. They're all M names, though. Also... um, (laughs) Yeah, well, also, so Meredith, um, they've had two, I think, two more kids since Meredith. They had Mason, and then they had Mariella. So they have Meredith and Mariella. I wonder if Mason's middle name is Jar... <laughs> Maybe Dixon, Mason Dixon. God, that would be so so them. Yes, it would. Um God. Yeah. So, let's see. Oh, I I want to say she, when it's continuing on with the Anna stuff, she talked uh-huh. about how like everyone kind of was asking her about like why that she stayed with Josh after it was re- revealed that he was unfaithful to her, and she was like 
I, I vowed not only to Josh, but I vowed to God first that I would stay with Josh for better or for worse. And I'm like, honey, love yourself. Just leave him. Yeah, no, nowhere in your vows does it say for cheating or for pedophilia. Like, exactly. You're allowed to leave if you're allowed to leave for any reason, but especially if your husband is Josh Duggar. Yeah. But I guess, to be fair, a lot of Christian people who, I, I'm trying to say priests and stuff, have <laughs> some terrible transgressions that way, too. Yes. So I guess it's kind of baked in. You just got to forgive them. They're, they're real sorry. God yeah, will forgive them. Sorry. Why won't you? <sighs> God won't forgive you. It's just, it's just, it's gross. Um, yeah, it was so gross and I hated it. And like, oh, just the fact that first of all, she had to go and stay with Michelle and Jim Bob, which is like so fucked up. Let's go have you stay in the bedroom where probably one of the sisters was molested. Like just yeah. put that out there. Well, yeah. So she, yeah, when all of this broke loose, they were actually living in D.C. because he was working for some christian lobbyist group and um obviously he lost his job when all of this came out and Mm -hmm. they had to move back because they didn't have any money and they had to move back with dad and so literally but josh is in some rehab like christian rehab facility or whatever and um so anna and all the kids had to go live with josh's parents and I want to remind you that all of the Duggar, all of the girls share one room and all of the boys share one room. And so it's just Anna and the kids with all of Josh's little sisters. Uh, just such a fucked up situation. I am amazed that Anna did not like just fucking lose it. But I guess I... that's kind of the thing with fundamentalist Christianity is like it breaks you of your spirit early. Yep. Mm hmm. It's like, I cannot imagine anybody putting up with that, but whatever. (sighs) But of course, her faith helped her get through it, so. So I was Googling around while I was watching this, and I saw that, like, in 2019, they had, like, Department of Homeland Security show up to their Mm -hmm. compound, and, like, one of the families that they they were friends with in the earlier episodes ended up getting got for child pornography. And, like, nothing ever really came to fruition yeah. out of that. And yeah. I just, I just want to know why they were there. I remember when that was happening. And I, ca- I was, like, waiting every day for, like, the shoe to drop to find something out. And I think a lot of people thought it was related to child porn just due to that and due to Josh Duggar. His, you know, like, it would not be surprising to find out he's into child no. porn. Um, yeah. So Maybe that's his pornography addiction. Ugh. And, yeah, like, it's so <laughs> – I, I don't know – I, yeah, I'm really curious to see like what exactly they were looking for, what they if they found anything. I don't know, but <sighs> I don't know. I still I think know. the only time time I like cops is when they go after the Duggars. Oh yeah, definitely. That's the only <laughs> time I'm on their side. Um, let's see. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I would like to say that Ben with a baby in the second episode is one of the single funniest moments of my entire life because when he it was either him or Derek and they said it's really cool kids are just like people in small form (laughs) (laughs) I was like first time you had that thought bud (laughs) no I bet so Ben is probably like one of my favorite like characters just because he so Jessa I'd say of the of the who's Ben's wife of mm-hmm. the Duggar daughters is like the most 
aggressive, like headstrong, like bossy type. Mm -hmm. And so I think like it is unmistakable that she wears the pants in the family. Um, Yeah. And so he's just kind of like along for the ride, but he always seems and looks just completely zooted out of his mind. (laughs) And he is just so, so stupid. It's just like so pure. Like, I wish I was that stupid. I wish I did not have that many thoughts in my head. Like, I know. It sounds, it feels like when he sits down, it's just quiet. Yes. I can hear, like, it's just, it must be so peaceful in there. Oh my gosh. Um, But, but yeah, so this episode, like I said, Jess is like about to pop with her baby. They have a baby shower mm-hmm. for her, which first of all, they had 160 people at this baby shower. Can you fucking imagine? No, thank you. Especially now, but like oh, even yeah. then. Yeah. But I'm sure they were were related to like 60 to uh, yeah, 75 that's de- of them. <laughs> that's definitely true. Like I threw my sister-in-law a baby shower at the end of last year and there were like 20 25 people there like that's a mm-hmm. reasonable size but 160 yeah, that's big for me 25 because yeah. like most of the ones that i've been to are like 5 to 15 yeah yeah so like 160 people like no and then they do that insane baby food challenge which yeah honestly could have been real fun if it wasn't them <laughs> oh yeah definitely i mean it was a good idea so they had so this baby shower it wasn't just the the girls some which is like how it is sometimes it was they wanted to involve the the fathers at the, at the baby the shower folk. um so they had them do they had them actually go buy ingredients from the grocery store and then like make their own baby food creations which i think is a good idea for a fun little mm-hmm. baby shower game um yeah especially like because most of the games that you have for parties involve drinking and i'm sure there were at least a few pregnant women there yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and- People don't drink. <laughs> yeah. God, can you imagine how boring their lives are? Like, I don't even they have know. nothing. I don't even like drinking that much. But no, like, I don't can drink. Can you imagine either, but... having 19 kids and not drinking? No. No. God. Um, not at all. <laughs> I just, just every, I know this whole episode is just going to be, be me hanging my head and saying, God. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much every, like, my reaction when I watch the Duggars. Like, that's so good. Yeah. So let's move on to the third episode, which is counting one more. Uh, and this is the episode where Jessa gives birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to mention, they they talked about how Jessa's, this is their first baby. The baby's due date is on the same day as their one year anniversary. Like they waste no fucking time. Like Mm-mm. the baby is due on their one year anniversary. It takes nine months to cook a baby, just to remind you guys. I mean, and like 10 months, really, if you get down to it. Yeah, technically, yeah. They're just banging all the time. Yes, gross. Um, I just can't even imagine how the Duggars bang, because it's either really gross or really boring. I think for most of them, it's really boring, and probably for Josh Duggar, it's really gross. It would be my guess. Well, I feel like Jim Bob and Michelle... I don't... Okay, them, they they do, they are probably into some kinky shit, and I don't even want to think about it. No, I don't want to think about it at all. Like, maybe that's why the Department of Homeland Security was there. Maybe, honestly. <laughs> um, Trying to take Jim Bob out back. So, one of the plot lines for this episode, and I think this comes up in some of the later episodes as well, is the fact that both, both Jessa and Ben and Jill and Derek expressed interest in adopting um uh-huh. at some point and actually in this episode the seawalds had a family that adopted uh, a little girl 
um, over and they were talking about it. And it's just like so weird to me. And I remember um, not the adoption, obviously. It's weird that they want to adopt to me. Um, And it's I remember when they were talking about this, they uh, Jessa and Ben had been interviewed later on and they had said like, yeah, we had talked to an adoption agency, but they said that like the youngest kid in your house needs to be like, I think it was like nine 18 months. months or something. I, I think don't it know. was nine months, nine which months, is wild still, but something like that. But then like literally that has not happened. Like she's been just keeps getting pregnant. So like, it's just not going to be even possible for them to adopt. No. Well, and I'm glad because like, yes, as much- I, as I love adoption and I'm like, hell yeah, everyone adopt all these babies that need to be adopted. Mm-hmm. Please don't go to international countries and act like you are some kind of white fucking savior saving these little babies. It goes back to the whole like missionary thing. Like it's a, it's very much the same type of like Christian save white girl savior. Like, mm-hmm. um, and it's gross. Uh, and also like, I think I don't. Like, the less kids that grow up in the Duggar realm, the better. So, like, don't yeah. let these kids, people adopt any kids. Don't let them adopt. But, you know, all of the adoption agencies will because they won't adopt out to gay people. But they right. do the love Duggars. their fundies. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Adoption is great, but not for the Duggars. Please yeah. do not and if you're a Duggar. Just like a general PSA, don't, for the most part, if you're a white person, maybe don't adopt black children. Yeah. Because unless you are a really good white person who's good at dealing with racism and white supremacy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't lead well, especially because like, fuck that family that they went and visited with the girl they had just adopted. And they were like, she didn't even speak English when she got here. Yeah, like, yeah. She no was somehow shit. deficient or something. Yeah. But like no, she, she didn't just speak English another language. because she's from a country that doesn't speak English. Like, what were you expecting? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And her name is Noelle, and I just don't know. Do you think they made her rename herself? Oh, I don't know. That's such a horrible thought. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was disturbing to me. But, yeah. uh, like I said, as as Jill just keeps popping them out, like, every every year, year and a half, she has a new baby. So, like, I don't think it's going to be possible for them anyway. She. Well, she's on birth control now. No, that's Jill that's on birth control. Jess, I was talking about. Sorry, I meant Jessa. Jill's on birth control. Jess is the one that wanted, that is most interested in adopting and keeps popping them out. I'm sorry. There are so many J names. I know. God. (laughs) Um, Was it Jess's husband who said that he wanted 15 sons in this episode? Yes. Jess's husband. Holy shit. That's literally, that would be my worst nightmare. Can you imagine? Like, I can't. Like, 15 kids in and of itself, fuck that. But 15 boys? Yeah. No, thank you. And 15 boys in a household where women are like, hey, go fuck yourself. Boys will be boys. Yeah, I cannot. And, like, so I want to preface this by saying that, like, I think that if you find out you're having something and you didn't know and you're a little disappointed, I think it's okay. But, like, I think it's so gross when people are like, oh, he wanted a boy, but it's a girl. Is he going to get over it? (laughs) It's like... I, I, I just I cannot stand it. Like if you if you only want a boy or a girl, don't have a baby. Mm-hmm. Like sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you've gotta accept your baby as they are. Yeah. Like anyway. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> and like you don't have to do any of the work for fifteen boys. Like yep. especially in a fundamentalist family like this where the wife is caretaker and you mm-hmm. go out and work. Like you're saddling your wife with fifteen fucking kids. <laughs> Yep. That yep. she has to pop out and raise. Yeah. 
I just want to like free them. How can we free the Duggar women? I don't know. We need to work on it though. We do. God. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. But, uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's got a little bit of a bummer there. I mean, it's, it, there is. That's watching the Duggars. You always get those moments of oh no. Um, mm-hmm. So moving on to Jill a little bit. So this episode talked this. They are in Central America, uh-huh. and so uh, Derek's mom actually comes with them for to stay with them for a couple of days. And they're this is when they're in their like language immersion program. Um, and so this episode had a scene where Derek and his mom and Israel, the baby, went shopping. Uh-huh. And they were talking about how, like, Derek was like, yeah, I only know 136 words in Spanish. And it's like, you'd think, like, I know that they're, like, going to a language immersion program, but you'd think that, like, before you moved to a Spanish-speaking country, you would brush up on your Spanish just a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. So I had this whole thing in the midst of COVID where for, like, three weeks I was, like, really set on learning Czech because, like, my dad's Czech and I always wanted to find mm-hmm. his heritage and stuff and none of it's translated. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Duolingo today, hilariously, during this episode, popped up and said, you've learned 136 Czech words. And I was like, I'm smarter than Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's Derek. Awesome. Sorry. Well, you're smarter than both of them, regardless. But um, Put together. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like he's mo- like you're moving to El Salvador. Like, a, like you have to know some Spanish, dude. Come on. Yeah, I mean, there's Spanish podcasts where you like learn Spanish podcasts. There's Duolingo, like anything, bud. And Spanish is like probably like the especially in, in the United States, like that you probably have the most resources to learn Spanish of any language. Seriously, English, I mean, but... I know they live in fucking Arkansas or whatever, but, like, I know that there is some Spanish speaker there that, like, here, like, in America, that they could pay to teach them Spanish before they go. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it just goes back to the whole, like, I hate white Americans and how entitled they feel like they are. Yeah. Um, Americans abroad. We are a plague. I said that as if I'm not a white American, but um, that's okay. I try to pretend like I'm not sometimes. <laughs> I'd rather not be, but it is who we is. are. Yes. We're sorry. So the last part of this episode is Jessa giving birth to her baby. And so, of course, they can't be normal and go to the hospital because that's not Mm-mm. godly. I don't know. Um, so they have to give birth in their house with a doula or a midwife or whatever. So Jess is giving birth um and so she you know has the baby finally it takes forever uh but Mm -hmm. she has the baby and then everything seems fine but then all of a sudden there's a huge gush of blood and so she has to be rushed to the hospital to get a blood transfusion and girlfriend go to the fucking hospital like just go to the hospital and the most fucked up thing about this is that she so jessa has two more kids and she's still done home births with both of those kids even after she had a really horribly, like, yeah. a horrible experience. Um, and most doctors will say, like, if you had a, a, a traumatic birth, like, you're more likely to have another traumatic birth. Uh, yeah. And I think she did. Not the, I think her third baby, she had to be rushed to the hospital for, too. It's like, when like, are you... <laughs> That's in God's hands. I just don't... I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get, like, what makes... I don't, I, I'm sorry. I'm just. I think uh, it's the same kind word. of thing for like 
people who don't wear masks right now, honestly, it's kind of the, well, you know, I've lived through everything bad that's happened to me so far. It's God's plan. It's God's will. God will save me if I'm good enough or whatever. I don't know. Mary didn't have a hospital when she was given birth. Yeah, no, she didn't. So why should I need one? She sh- you should go and always have birth in the hay. That exactly. Yeah, really. Like if you if you were a real a real Christian, Jessa, you would have given birth in hay. But you chose to give birth on your gross brown birth couch that you've had three babies on. This same couch. Um. Yeah. Uh, I hate that. I hate everything. The birth about couch. That. Yeah. I I don't. I don't want to judge pregnant people for their decisions for childbirth but maybe please don't reuse things that can yeah. be washed yes um every time i see every time there's like a, a scene in jess and ben's house and they're in their living room I'm like oh there's the couch that she's you know had amniotic fluid all over like several times Ugh. <laughs> sorry oh <laughs> oh i hate it i don't yeah. like i get grossed out if like i have to like drink out of a glass that somebody else has drunk out of. Yeah, yeah. And it's like to like accidentally sit down on a couch where someone has like shat themselves and <laughs> a baby has popped out. Because like you poop when you give birth. There's no way around it. That baby pushes out the, that colon. Like. <sighs> I know. It's bad. Um, and just I'd, to. go. Oh, yeah. go, 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 go. I was going to say just to. Um, if you were. You know, not quite convinced that Jessa has issues. Mm-hmm. Her son's name, which I know we talked about this on our first Duggar episode, but like we can't not talk about it. They decided to name their baby Spurgeon Elliot Seawald. And I would just like to say this took deliberation. This wasn't just like, oh, you know, oh, Spurgeon, spur the moment. That sounds like our kid. No, they were like, he's unnamed for multiple days. Yeah, they didn't name him for days. And I do not get that. Like, you had nine months to think of names. And they knew they were having a boy, too. It's not like they didn't know what they were having. Like, at least I I do understand, like, maybe having, like, two or three options and, like, seeing the baby and seeing which one fits. I get that. But that shouldn't take several days. And then you should come up with something better than Spurgeon. I know. God, Spurgeon. It's like a surgeon and a sturgeon put together. Yeah. He's going to be a fish doctor. <laughs> Probably. But it's interesting, except not because he won't be educated in any way. But interesting because, um, so his name is Spurgeon Elliot, and his younger brother uh, is named Henry Wilberforce. And the names Spurgeon and Wilberforce were both taken from Christian people. I don't really know. But yeah, they were the like super Christian, like KKK group Christian. Yeah, like bad, like not good Christian. Let's be real. But yeah. what I want to know is like, did they really have that much regret with Spurgeon's name that they were like, okay, we can do this, but let's do it for the middle name only? Like, I wonder if they wish they would have named him Elliot Spurgeon, which would have been a lot better. Like, Spurgeon's yeah. awful, but at least Elliot's a, a name. You can always hide your middle name, man. Middle names can be whatever. I'm firm believer that anything goes for the middle name. You can be weird with the middle name because it doesn't matter. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Elliot, Spurgeon Elliot, I feel so bad for you. I'm praying for you every day. Also, the, so their Tot, third... Tots and pears. Yeah, their third baby was a girl, and her name was Ivy Jane, which is a 100% completely normal name. So, like, yeah. they just keep straying further and further away from their original... Maybe- 
maybe Jill. No, Jill or Jessa? Who are we? Jessa. 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 Thank you. <laughs> maybe Jessa um, had only girl names picked out when yeah. she was a child. Because I, you know, I know that all of them have baby name lists. Because mm-hmm. what else are you gonna do with your time? You get homeschooled about Jesus and take care of your brothers and sisters and think about babies. Mm-hmm. That's true. I I hate myself so much too because like. I am like that too. Like I'm a baby person and I'm a baby name person. And so like that's me. And I hate that I'm like that because it makes me feel less like a powerful woman. But hey, I can be a powerful woman and still like babies and have a baby name list. Mm-hmm. So. And hey, it's always good to be prepared. Exactly. So you don't end up with Spurgeon. Spurgeon. Yeah, exactly. Um, I Unless that's on your list, then please cross it off. Don't worry. It is not. It might be on <laughs> Kyler's list. You should see. I'll, I'll send you a screenshot of Kyler's list that he's – it's – truly one of the most horrific things you will ever see in your life the um, day that i really realized that i was not cut out <laughs> i was not cut from the maternal cloth is um when i was like oh you know what would be- make a really good um baby name nebuchadnezzar because then you could call him the butcher or chad <laughs> I'm like 90% sure that Kyler has set, has recommended Nebuchadnezzar to me before. So like he's right yeah. there with you. Um, but yeah, so Spurgeon Elliot Seawald um, is honestly to, honest to God as somebody who's really into like names in general. I just think names are really interesting. I'm always pretty interested to see what celebrities name their baby names, name their babies. Um, mm-hmm. And so as somebody who was really interested in the Duggars to begin with, I was really interested to see what Jesse would, in, would name their baby. And I was expecting it to be like Ezekiel or mm-hmm. I don't know, Isaiah. Samuel. Yeah. Isaiah. <laughs> you know, Neil. something Just biblical. go down the list of the books of the Bible. Job. And then literally the day that the name was released, Spurgeon Elliot Seawald was one of the best days of my life because I, I, know. It was, a I gift. was so blown away. It was a gift. Oh, uh, yeah. Spurgeon. Good old Spurge. Good old Spurgey. Spur- they call him Spurgey, by the way, in some of the later episodes. Can you imagine? Uh, like, just I really the- wish that they had gone to public school so that they would have heard all the naughty words oh, and then not named their kid Spurgeon. I was going to say, I, the good news is that this kid will not be going to public school because can you imagine, like, the, the, the teasing potential, like, Spurgeon the Virgin, Spurgey, like, Spurge, like, so mm-hmm. bad, so, so bad. Um, anyway, did you have anything else that you wanted to say about these episodes? Um, there was something I wanted to say about Jessa, but I don't remember it now. I don't know. We can always talk about it again. I hope Jessa breaks Jill free or a little freer. You mean Jill breaks Jessa free? Yes. (laughs) I don't know. Ginger, Josiah, John. Yes. No, I know what you meant. I just wanted to. (laughs) I just was messing with you. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't keep them apart. I don't I mean, know. It's, They're the same person. They, I mean, essential for all intents and purposes, like, ooh, they are the same. Um, but yeah. So that was the first season of Counting On. And I think we're interested in kind of making this a series over time. Not probably, like, I think next week will be, we have a different thing lined up. But we will plan to talk about some of the future episodes um, mm-hmm. a little bit later on because... I there's nothing more fun to me than talking shit about the Duggars like literally nothing 
And we know that you guys like Duggars. We can yes. see on our listening stats that still our last Duggar episode was one of the most listened to episodes that we've ever had, which, yes. hell yeah, keep it weird. We hear we hear you. We know we want Duggar content, and we are here to provide it for you. Yeah, we, we I don't even know. I don't, <sighs> they stress me out, man. They. I mean, yes, 100%. They are the worst but they're so stressful but man it's a hundred times easier to watch it without michelle and jim bob oh yeah and yeah that they are the they are the most insufferable for sure and it's just like ugh, i don't know they both just feel like they're they know that they're grooming their kids yes it's gross it's so gross i hope jim bob isn't a pedophile i would not be at all surprised but i wouldn't either but <sighs> uh, <laughs> fun oh well. thoughts to end this episode on but <laughs> i'm still amazed that josh and anna are still together yeah i know I, I it's just a testament to how like entrapped they are in all of it that like i i genuinely think that she thinks she can't leave him because it's not the christian thing to do to divorce yeah. your husband regardless well, of how big of a pig he is it's not like she has a job of her own or like money mm-hmm. to support her and her 19 children as yeah. well. Like, like the only option for her would be to go live with her parents, which I'm sure like that doesn't sound great to me either. So, I mean, her no. parents knowingly let her marry, like her and uh-huh. her parents both knew that he did this before that she even got engaged to him. So like her parents basically like sold her off to a pedophile. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's so fucked it's, up and gross. There's just and there's I, so many layers to it too. If only our foster system was like good and actually robust, because someone should save the small duggers. Yes, please save the small duggers. Poor, <laughs> poor children. There's so many of them too, and they just keep popping up. The Douglets. The Douglets. <laughs> All right, but I think that is our episode for today. So if you guys, mm-hmm. like like we said, we, we see that you guys are into the Duggar episodes and we're here for that. But if you guys have any suggestions on things you'd like us to watch, um, based on what we've watched before, if you have a completely new suggestion to us, we are all ears. So feel mm-hmm. free to shoot us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. Um, if you have any suggestions or if you have anything to say about what we talked about today, we'd love to hear from you guys. Yep, and you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Patreon at TV Literate. And um, if you guys would leave us a five-star review if you like us, don't don't leave the bad ones. We love you, but please don't. <laughs> but if you have constructive criticism, we're definitely down for that, too. Yeah, we're but, all yours. Um, <laughs> yeah, leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. That's how we get more listeners and more people to chit-chat with all of us. The cat is screaming. So, I mean, <laughs> I think that means it is time to go. So we will see you guys next time. And we're going to keep it a little spoopy for next week. Mm-hmm. Stay safe out there. Happy Halloween. <laughs> and wear a mask and vote, please. Yes, please vote. I am Megan. And I am Jillian. And we are TV Literate.